everyone. Stay tuned after the episode for a special schedule announcement. Hello, 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 hello. AAC of Batman's Working Tile Podcast starting. This is AAC of Batman. Your hosts. You are the listener. Go away, Siri. <laughs> go away. Go away. Fucking, no, seriously, fucking go away. Okay, there we go. There we go. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if the people could hear me for that. I don't. <laughs> oh. And anyway, anyway, hello everyone. Hi. How are you? Hope you're doing well. Today I got a special guest. A guest that hasn't been on for for quite a bit. Um, very glad to have him back though. Um, the BC. What's up, yo? Hi. How are you, listeners? Yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm not sure what our last episode was, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't even last year. I'm pretty sure we didn't even have one last year. Probably like 2021. Yeah, which was when the I'm pretty sure was that not when the when the podcast started. 2021. I don't even remember. You might have started it late 2020 or something. Maybe I know. When did Mitchell's versus the Machines come out? That was a new release around that time. That was 2021, I think. Okay, dope. Okay. Um, we did do. Oh, it was early 2021 because I had just watched um Never Really Sometimes, Sometimes Always. That's right. Yeah. In December yeah. of 2020. Uh-huh. Um, right before 2020 ended, and then yeah, we started around 2021 because in like January we talked about never rarely. Yeah, and then uh-huh. we recorded that 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 session was two episodes of Henry Sears, right? With Mitchell's versus the Machines. Yes, we did Man. do two movies in one day as wow. separate episodes. Man, I couldn't do that today. My 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 voice couldn't couldn't handle that. Probably not, <laughs> at least. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get some uh, form in here. BC asked me if he want he asked me to do a recommendations before we started. So, what what's the first recommendation? You hit me. Um. So I've been either watching or rewatching a lot of DreamWorks animated movies. Um. I grew up with quite a few of them, but there were still quite a few missing pieces in my uh catalog and so i was watching through them and you know some of them are good some of them are bad whatever the one i want to recommend today is a movie i feel went very underappreciated uh it's called rise of the guardians yeah yeah i remember that one yeah i remember i remember doing a field trip for that one yeah that's awesome um this movie centers on different holiday folktale creatures or people uh, Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, Jack Frost, um, Sandman, the dream guy. Uh, I think I hit all of them. And they have to fight. Um, basically, he's the boogeyman. He might go by a different name in the movie. I kind of forgot. But, I'm, pretty sure, um, I'm pretty sure it is the boogeyman. I haven't seen it in a decade, though. Yeah, he's voiced by um, oh, sure. uh, Jude Law. Yeah. I think. And Jude Law, honestly, this whole voice cast is awesome. Hugh Jackman's in it, Jude Law, Chris Pine. Um, And, you know, usually when you get big celebrities like that, they don't really lend their voice too well to animation. But I think these guys all did a really good job. Um, Alec Baldwin was pretty okay as Santa Claus, although I don't want to give him too much clout. Um, And... um, Isla, 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 whatever the fuck her name is. I think, uh, it's, Fisher. I, I think it's Isla. Isla Fisher. I think so. 
um, voice of Tooth Fairy, and she was pretty good. Anyway, anyway, um, voice cast was good. Chris Pine, I was talking to Red Shirts through DM. Chris Pine has such a a, a unique voice to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of uh, sultry, but it also hits these higher registers, and it lends well to animation, I think. Um, and he does a good job as the protagonist, Jack Frost. And the whole story is kind of about how Jack Frost is the least remembered of all of them, but the whoever made them guardian, some god or something, um, picked him to be the next guardian. And it's kind of this tale of him uh, thinking that he's not good enough. And he kind of has this dark history, and the boogeyman is trying to exploit that. Uh, it all sounds a little cheesy, but in the movie, it's done pretty well. Um, it's a good character journey. And the action scenes and the animation are so good, dude. That's, uh, that's, if you haven't that's watched the it, reason, that's that's the reason I feel, I feel like anyone should watch it. It's the freaking animation that that stuff was dope. It looked awesome. Oh, it's so good. Um, the animation for the action scenes is super fluid. It's super <laughs> exciting. Uh, very actually intense for a kids movie. Yeah. And uh, just many memorable moments of action in this movie. Uh, I can't say it's perfect from a storytelling standpoint. A lot of animated movies, in my opinion, are a little bit too short at times. I think this movie's like an hour 30. It could have been an hour 45 um, just to expand on the characters. Because like the Tooth Fairy maybe gets a few scenes of development. Um, Some of the team does not feel fully like a team by the end of the movie, which is disappointing. I think they were hoping for a franchise, but it never really happened. Yeah. but I still like this movie a lot. It's not perfect, but I do enjoy it. And if you're gonna watch a, I guess it, I guess it works for Easter, huh? Because it has the Easter Bunny in it. So if you want to watch an a, Easter movie, and it was a big um Easter release, I believe. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah. I didn't even think about it being an Easter movie. But if mm-hmm. that's what you want to view it as, if there's a reason you want to watch it, it's because Easter's coming up. Um, or you just want to watch DreamWorks movies that are not bad. Uh, so I like this one. I'll give it an eight. Um, so, <clears throat> so, glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Um, my recommendation to match that is Carol King, Home Again. This is a concert movie, apparently a really rare one that's just making a few theaters. Like when I, when I saw it, um, uh, it, was, it was only staying there for the one night. Well, really day, because it went from the afternoon to tonight but um it's just an 80 minute um concert from from someone i know of carol king is an amazing amazing musical artist from from all word of mouth i've heard do you listen to carol king do you listen uh are you saying kane or king carol king no king okay sorry i was thinking of the actress carol kane from the princess bride Mm. um medium actress um no, I don't know who Carol King is. But um it's um really this is just the reason why the this is really just raw concert footage. Um if you've seen uh, Summer of Soul, um it's like that but take away a lot of the um the talking head interviews and you've essentially just got that for for 80 minutes. It's greatly entertaining. Um amazing voice. She has she has a stellar voice. This makes you just want to listen to her entire discography. Mm-hmm. Um if you are a Carol King fan, you listener, um I I assume this would be required viewing for for you, or um if you like concert movies, if you like watching those, absolutely give it a try. So some songs absolutely slap. Um, 
yeah, I I I, I highly recommend it. It's really good, very very good. And if you can see it in the theater, go see it. Awesome. Oh, <clears throat> uh, you have you said you had a second one. Yeah, um, it's called Rad from '86. Oh right, didn't you say you got this as a birthday present or a Christmas present? Uh, a Christmas present for my dad. Yeah, it's okay. one of his favorite movies. I'd never seen it before, and he said uh, he wanted it and that we should watch it together, so we did. And I absolutely loved it. Hmm. Um, I have a high... Uh, I, I don't know if I want to call it a tolerance, but I, I just generally enjoy just really dumb 80s movies. And yeah. if you if you don't have a tolerance for really dumb 80s movies, don't watch this. It's not up your alley. Um, but if you do have a high tolerance for dumb 80s movies, this movie's perfect. It's super funny, super cheesy, uh, just hilarious. There's there's literally a uh, they go to like a high school dance. It's like a prom or whatever. And they dance on bicycles. Like they hop around on the front wheels and they they look at each other and it's like this sensual dance on bicycles. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, have you seen the movie? No, I have not, but I know of it. Um, I'm pretty okay. sure. I'm pretty sure it's in that um, that um, that higher echelon of '80s cheese, like um, Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, now, that movie. Now, that um, movie's a freaking masterpiece in that front. It's a freaking masterpiece. I have not seen it. I should. I highly recommend it. It's so good. Okay, that's on my list then. Um, this movie has Lori Laughlin as the love interest, um, and Talia Shire mm -hmm. as the mother of the main guy, um, whose actor's name I can't remember, but his character's name was Crew, um, mm -hmm. which is a hilarious name. And then, um, my favorite part of Rad is the random ass side characters that just pop up out of nowhere you've never seen this character before but they'll be talking to the main character like they've been friends forever mm. and they they usually have some piece of like little expository dialogue for crew like hey the race is on or hey you know blah 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 and it's always these random ass characters you've never seen before but the, the the acting is terrible. You can tell they just found some random kid in wherever they were shooting and like, hey, kid, want to be in a movie? Say a couple lines. It's just so funny. Um, and you know what? The BMX stuff is actually really cool. They do some cool stunts, and it looks like they got some professionals to do some stuff on camera. So at least as a BMX movie, it works. But also as a cheesy 80s rom-com it works too so i really really enjoyed rad if you've never seen it um and you really like cheesy 80s movies go ahead and watch it um it's very funny unintentionally i think the movie was trying to be mostly serious um of course the movie has jokes but there are some parts that it wants you to take seriously that i did not take seriously so <laughs> um That's all cool. right what's your second recommendation my second <clears throat> is um I just watched this last night, and um, it was a um, 
I was genuinely very surprised. I didn't think I'd enjoy it this much. Marlon Wayans, God Loves Me. It's this um HBO Max special, this comedy, this stand-up comedy special. Marlon Wayans um is known as um an actor and um TV producer and um and everything like that. Um he's not known for stand-up, even though he did stand up um way back when. Um <laughs> this entire this this special is the best um media to come out of the um Oscar slapped heard heard around the world last oh. year. It's the <laughs> best media possible. It's legit if it's not that if it's not the best, it absolutely is the funniest. Because holy crap, I was on the ground laughing in tears, my side splitting. It was <laughs> he and he is probably the most energetic stand-up comic I have ever seen. Seriously, this uh, this man abuses this this microphone. This man abuses this thing. Um, I highly recommend it for anyone who likes Marlon Wayans stuff. If you like um hearing uh stories about Will Smith, Chris Rock, and Jada Pinkett Smith from last year, <laughs> <laughs> if any of that interests you, I highly recommend it. It's on a, it's an HBO Max original. Um, it's it's an hour long. Which is very nice. It was yeah, it, it was it was not very long, and um, and Wayans has a, has a lot of um, even though he has a lot to say about the about the whole situation from last year, he really does um, he really does come through in the end. The last three minutes are the highlight of the um of the special, if you ask me. I highly recommend. Awesome. Uh, speaking of Oscars, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our Cheetles episode. Yes. That- that yeah, will, it will. Uh, it will. It's like it has dropped. It has dropped, and um, it's it's amazing, dude. I loved it. Thank you, thank you, I'm and very thank glad you to hear so it. much. Thank you so much for having me as an announcer on it. Um, I loved. I I seriously, if I didn't have you guys as an announcer, because <laughs> the biggest thing about the Cheetles was um, <laughs> I did not want my voice to be there the entire time, even though I knew that um that my voice was doing all the nominations, which <laughs> which is I'm pretty sure there were like thirteen um. 13 categories of memory serves right mm-hmm. so so you had me speaking for potentially 130 different different times for maybe for the same movies because um, a lot of the movies had a lot of overlap in a lot of them categories oh, a lot of uh, a lot of everything everywhere huh? yep yep yeah. and uh, uh but that was just for the um uh, nominations announcement i really i wanted to make sure that um i had different voices for the winners and i'm very very glad you winter and, and blake Moore. i'm very glad that y'all uh came came to bat for me it was i, I yeah. really appreciate it his um his monkey uh monkey portion was monkey. so funny uh these are the primates and chimps that have warmed our hearts or whatever i thought that was yeah. hilarious um <laughs> or, or- i say for I say for the next Cheetles, we won up the Oscars and have a full-on uh, duel on screen for the oh, yeah. Cheetles 2024, three. 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 Cheetles 2023 needs to have a full-on duel. No longer just a slap. We need to have like a full-on sword fight. <laughs> if we if we, if we we make that content house that I keep joking about, that'll happen. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are we uh, talking about for our main subject, ASDF? We are talking about not one, not two, but six different movies today. You know why? Well, you skipped three and four and five. Wow. Yeah, I did. Because, <laughs> because, because, because it was the not only one I like. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, 
Oh, wait. Actually, yes, six. Six, yeah. We're talking about Scream today, guys. We're talking about Scream. Mm-hmm. Scream. Uh, ah! It's uh, in celebration of um of, of Scream 6 hitting theaters. And Scream 7 apparently already getting greenlit and shooting in, a, in the fall. I'm very um, excited. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk more about that when we get to the, when we we'll, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. But um, any any introductory thoughts for this for the franchise at large? Uh, I guess just a little bit of background on it because your personal last... background. <laughs> this is a your oh, personal. personal. Yeah. Not the history of the franchise. Yeah, um, we got we we got enough we got enough media that does that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, slashers happened. Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson were like, let's change that up a tiny bit. Yeah. Anyway, um, personal history. I watched these all a few years ago. Well, you know, not five and six because they hadn't come out yet. I watched them around like 2019, I think. And I fell in love with them pretty much instantly. The four that were out at the time. Uh, not all of them equally, but I do love the series as a whole. And... Uh, you know, I uh, just really enjoyed them. I thought they were super funny and fresh. So that's, I guess I, I didn't really grow up with them per se. I just watched them a few years ago and they've just stuck with me as really good horror comedies. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> my personal history is um, the first time I ever saw anything scream adjacent was at a Buffalo Wild Wings scary movie was playing. Like there's... <laughs> There's a we were in the middle of the Buffalo Wild Wings. I was on one side, and there was a TV screen playing the entirety of a um, scary movie. I'm pretty sure it was a movie channel too, because I remember the um the gym teacher gag when he opens his legs vividly. Mm. Like that is that is a vivid image. I have failed to get out of my head. Um, <laughs> but that's when I saw the ghost face um mask, and I just mm. thought to myself like that thing is pretty spooky. And then right. and then a few years later. I hear about um, Scream and like its influence from a YouTube video or something. I, f- I forgot who it was. I forgot where I forgot where it was, but um, I hear about its influence and then I see that it's on TV. That's going to be on TV soon. And it was, I believe it was October. It was a TV rerun. I forgot what channel though. Um, so I put on the first, the opening minutes. I turned it off immediately because I had the living daylight scared out of me. Nice. And uh <laughs> And um, and then about a year later, I I gained um I gained some uh some strength some some bravery and uh, watched through the entire TV edited thing, and then I find and then I got Netflix. It came on Netflix. It was on Netflix when I got it, and then I watched the whole thing on unedited. Um, and since then, I've just been a, I've been a, I've been a fan of, of Scream as well. I've just I've loved the um the series since 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 seeing the first movie unedited um really the journey of um going through all the sequels and then living to see a requel and the sequel to the requel is all it's been a it's been a fun experience i'll say that for, for on that front it's been very fun it's been very interesting awesome uh so you want to start with scream one yeah let's do it <clears throat> scream one baby blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh genuinely one of my favorites it's a classic it's one of my um, favorite yeah it's one of my favorite movies of all time legitimately one of my favorites it's so sharp so funny so uh genuinely scary that's my that's my biggest thing about the uh about the uh the movies is that um i know a lot of people could define them as comedies and they are certainly funny i, I <laughs> they have a lot of levity in them but man 
the horror overtakes the comedy for me. I think of them as horror movies with very, very funny characters. Okay. That's I just so see them a, as horror a... comedies. I I place them around like Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Um, although you know, they they do go very serious when they have the you know, ghost face on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the kills and the chases and the suspense sequences are usually really well done. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing I can give to these movies is that really, even in my least favorite three, um I I don't think there's a bad chase in in these movies. I don't think there's a bad chase. Legit. I don't think like nothing comes to the top of my head. Legit. Well, five doesn't really have a lot of full on chases. Yeah, but but it doesn't have a bad one because it doesn't have True. True, yeah. <laughs> Logic, libtard. Yeah, all the all the chases, um, they're they're up there with Scooby Doo for best chases. Absolutely, you know? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I I absolutely agree. That's that, I like that. <laughs> That's good. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, Although in Scream, I don't remember the characters just coming through doorways and. One character pops out, and then another character pops out, and they miss be... each other. <laughs> oh, they should do that for 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 Scream Seven. They for should talk Scream about Scooby Doo. They should talk about Scooby Doo. That would be amazing for sure. I'd I'd, I'd love I'd love uh, I'd love the um the um the um leg the um the sisters to just pop in and out. Yeah, <laughs> <running> out. <laughs> <laughs> that that'd be that'd be that'd be funny. That'd be very funny. <clears throat> One water down. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this movie Scream 1 has possibly the greatest opening to a horror movie ever. It's certainly it's certainly one that affects me that still affects me even to this day. Like watching it, I still get chills. In terms of setting up what the movie is, but also just being insanely memorable and genuinely scary and disturbing. <laughs> Um, but also being kind of funny, uh, it literally just encapsulates the entire franchise in one opening sequence that is riveting. Yeah, um, it sets up that um, that um, movie history that, as we the audience know it, these characters know it, which is a great enough twist anyway in the '90s. Even though um, Meta Meta wasn't was it new at this point it would but 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 scream has to be a pioneer of what we of ha- of what we see meta as today seriously well technically it's be a pioneer if not the pioneer. for sure west craven before the first scream had done new nightmare which mm-hmm. was kind of That's a true. meta take on horror That's true. That's um, true. and again he probably didn't pioneer it either but he did do a move he did back-to-back meta movies mm-hmm. which is you, you that that man that man um say say whatever you want about him uh, I I can only say nice things just because I never met him but I can but from his from he has one of the most um eclectic filmographies I have ever seen <laughs> for mm. horror <laughs> he has one of the most eclectic one of the most um widespreading um discographies uh, filmographies I've ever seen for 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 um for their, for a director um especially for a meta man that that man <laughs> that man loved him some meta yeah. For sure, wasn't um I never saw, uh what was it fucking called? It's the one with Christina Ritchie, um, oh, and 
It's either like werewolves or vampires, and it's Christina Ricci, and I think he directed it. But wasn't that one kind of meta? I believe so. Hold on, he he did Vampire in Brooklyn, the one with um Eddie Murphy. Oh, he did. Okay, interesting. And um, that I one never was saw that one. And that one's called Cursed. Um, I it's okay. a, um, Cursed. I believe, I believe it's a werewolf feature. I haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, I think that's one that's also kind of a meta thing done by Wes Craven. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's just kind of hilarious how Craven, he, you know, was the pioneer of, uh, he did, what did he do in the 70s? It was, was it, was it the people under the stairs? He yeah. did that one. Yeah, he did do that he one. Did. Yeah. That, that, was, that was his debut of Memory Stars, right? Um, he did, did Hills he Have Eyes. Hills Have Eyes. He, he did, did Hills Have um, Eyes. another pretty gory one from the 70s. That was kind of a shock movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think. God, I'm blanking. Um, Hills Again. have eyes, and last house on the left. Yes, last, last, house, on the last left. house on the left was his debut. Not um, not um, Hills have eyes. Say that okay, yeah. So he's he kind of started with some '70s kind of shock horror slasher type movies, uh, or like cannibals and stuff. And he then did an, he the... did an incest movie. He did yeah. A, as I said, por- as in a porno, he did. A, an incest porno really yeah all right I all mean, right whatever, whatever <laughs> gets your foot in the door whatever gets your foot in the door west um or your, or your cock in the door oh yeah for sure um and then in the 80s he did nightmare on elm street mm-hmm. which is incredible and then moved to the 90s he did a ton of stuff in between but moved to the 90s and you get scream and the fact that he's pioneered this many beloved classics mm-hmm. alongside probably some stuff that you know nobody's ever heard of or wasn't good enough to remember but uh that's just how it works in the industry you win some <clears throat> you lose some but the fact that he's just made so many classics and then started yeah. so many franchises that were so popular and still are it's it's just yeah. insane and yeah, he, he... uh uh, he really was just um he really was just a trailblazer for horror another one in a long line even though even though film is relatively very young yeah. even though film is, is relatively incredibly young um Wes Craven I'm so glad that um a man who made one of my some of my favorite stuff ever can be um could be um a real a real trailblazer he was a real trailblazer Scream is also the start of uh, Kevin Williamson's career. After mm-hmm. this, he did. After Dawson's this, Creek. he did. Uh, all um, I always know what you did last summer, and mm-hmm. or Dawson's I know what you did last summer, and and then he did. Uh, he did the faculty, right? Yep, he did the faculty. He did sick. Um, that that COVID movie. Wow, I didn't know he did that. Interesting. Uh, and yeah. He did Cursed with Wes and mm-hmm. teaching Mrs. Miss Tingle, a senior who um, gets a poor grade on a project. And um, apparently a teacher does mind games on the student body. Kevin directed it. Kevin directed it. Interesting. But anyway, um, Kevin Williams, the other thing he's very much known for is um, Dawson's Creek, which awful show, but I love it with Beyond oh. Belief. Beyond Belief. I, I freaking love that show. It's It's so stupid and awful. I love it. <laughs> if if awesome. if eleven like... year old me found the show, I think it'd legitimately be one of my favorite shows ever. 
that's like me with rad yeah <laughs> like it's so bad but it's so so good so yeah good. So, I mean, exactly. seriously give, give, give the first season a try like give the first episode a try and you'll see what i mean i won't spoil <laughs> what what the what the appeal is for both of us that we share but man uh... <laughs> anyway <laughs> back to scream um, yeah the, um, the cat the cast um i'm I'm very sure net this is Nev Campbell's feature, isn't it? Feature debut. I'm, I'm uh, I want to sure say great. it is. I want to say it is, but I could be off. She might have done TV or something before. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> this was a film that that um catapulted her to the stratosphere of memory serves right. Um. Then there's Courtney Cox, already big. Uh, Friends was already out at this point, right? Friends was out. Uh, it might have had like two seasons. Mm-hmm. But it was already popular. Yeah. And um and um the craft came before um scream and Nev Campbell was in that, but um I believe I believe if if the craft introduced the world to um Nev um scream certainly, you know yeah, um, but David um, Arquette which David Arquette yep the Arquette family had already been somewhat popular because yeah. Patricia Patricia was in Dream Warriors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um which is related to Wes Craven it's Nightmare on Elm Street yeah and, and um, he actually was a big part of the production of Dream Warriors he didn't direct it but he was producer and writer I believe so yeah. he'd worked with an Arquette before uh, yeah yeah um David Arquette um his first I don't know how big the movie was but for um for Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie um he Arquette was in that and then uh, he did Airheads then Frank and Jesse then and then scream then scream came by i'm sure he had some tv work in though i'm pretty sure he had tv work in if i want to say this this man this man was a this man 106 movies just wow movies. this this man david. was a worker this man was a worker it's crazy um david arquette is my favorite part of the series and that's also on the writers for being so good with dewey but i love dewey mm-hmm. so much he's my favorite Say um say Nev is mine. I even though she's not in every single one of the movies, she is she is the reason that um that she's probably the reason that I I love the series now. Back then it was because of how much it scared me and scare and getting scared is a big thrill for me. That's why I love horror so much. But um but but as I as I prepared for uh for the as I prepared for all of them, um Watching Ned, I just, I just love, I just love her. I just love her story across the um series. Even though, even though in five, I do believe that she, that she should have been a bit more involved, I guess. But um, but we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, um. And then, who else? Drew Barrymore starts it out. She does a good job. Um. Man, that, that, her... that's one of the that's one of the best marketing ploys I have ever seen. Oh one yeah. Of the best I've ever seen. Like put her all over the posters. No yeah oh <laughs> oh that's so dope i love and it. then kill her off yeah and then her boyfriend gets freaking gutted yeah 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 gutted it's like, disgusting and in, in the in the theatrical cut the 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 cut that's that's screened in theaters um um that that's already gruesome it's already a bloody sight then there's an unrated cut where um where um apparently i think it was seven times Wes craven had to um get had to get the um thing an r rating but 
but the first seven times he got an NC-17 because of how violent the um the MPAA found it. Um, and I'm yeah. seeing that cut, seeing that cut. Oh gosh. Whoa. Oh, there the intestines Whoa. are everywhere, man. Everywhere, everywhere. Oh, yeah, it's gross, but I love it. It's such a good, shocking opening, and uh, again, it really balances humor and horror extremely well just within the first few minutes. Absolutely. And then it also sets up the motif of the phone ringing throughout the entire series. And now you know when that phone rings, you better be ready for some awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what was I thinking? Um, after the um, after the awesome opening, we get uh, we get introduced to oh crap, I believe um, what's his name? Crap, mm, Skeet Ulrich. Ske- yeah. Skeet. Skeet Ulrich um, plays Billy. Plays Billy, uh, the one of the best crappy boyfriend archetypes I have ever seen on an actor. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Skeet, like Skeet. Like, um, the only the only big ones I can really think of are Scream and Riverdale because he's such a horrible dad. But um, and and don't worry, I'm not a Riverdale fan. I remember just what I just watched the first two seasons. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. The first season was fine. After that I, is when like the, the show like, went like completely downhill. Before. I like the first yeah. thing a lot. Um, anyway, um, um, we're not gonna do he, a complete breakdown of the of the movie. We'll just go through some parts. We'll just go through some parts. Real quick, real quick. Uh, in it. Game Night, which is a movie you and I both yes. really like, um, they reference Skeet Ulrich and they call him the poor man's Johnny Depp, and I think that's very funny. Poor man Johnny Depp, Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Skeet Ulrich was pretty good in this movie. Uh, Matthew Lillard was amazing. Yeah, Matthew. If, if there's if there's anybody who can call this a comedy, it's freaking. It, it's because of him. This man is committed to an ultra level. I'm getting <laughs> a little woozy here, man. Hit me with a phone. Duck. That that's my favorite. When when every it's time that so happens, I, I lose my crap every time. It's so funny. It's so funny. Are we spoiling the ending to this 1997 movie? Yeah, a movie that's been out for literally 30 years. Yeah. 30, uh, 30, 36 years this year. That's crazy. Man, wow. Billy and Billy and Stu are still the best killers yeah, in this the best, franchise. Yeah, the best and the best killers in the best movie of the franchise. Spoilers. Exactly. Uh yeah, this is my favorite. And this this is my favorite killers, my favorite twists. Um, who the ghost face. Because you 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 expect it's only one person and it's mm-hmm. two people. Yeah. Yeah, that was another big twist back in the '90s. That was insane. And and, and the then most, and probably the most fun part, the most fun part rewatching is trying to figure out who is who, who's killing who. Yeah, like, which like, ghost I, face when ghost face appears? Is it Stu or Billy? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's always so fun to speculate. Um, sometimes when they use the um voice changer, like um like um when um when Stu reveals himself and he goes "Hello, Sydney." Yeah, um, when he does Hello, that, you can. You, as I say, you can match that voice to other places, but there are some points when they don't use the voice changer, and you have to figure out, okay, who's the tallest or shortest, and who's the most lanky? So who is the goofiest out of all these? And it and it's funny. Every time he runs, anytime Ghostface runs, he's goofy. He goofy. Oh yeah, my, <laughs> he falls, my favorite he falls part. My favorite part of the series is how. Pretty much all the Ghostface killers are not like trained killers. They're not, you know, super physically inept. So the the fact that they're able to be kind of like they can be kicked downstairs or they can 
you know, they slam into the door. So they're kind of clumsy. And I really like that because they're not, you know, Jason. They're not these immortal killers. They're just people. So very fun. I love Scream. Uh, what was your favorite kill from Scream 1? Scream 1. Uh, honestly, the one that made me interested in, in Scream at all. Casey Becker's um opening kill. Plus, as I love that's the thing about horror movies um a lot of them even in my favorites there's a lot of my favorite kills whose names i don't remember unless they're like absolute icons of um of, of horror movies foreshadowing and when i think about um when i think about them kills that have affected me or or moments in movies and horror movies that have affected me nothing has affected me as much as casey becker's death the opening death in um in scream seriously that's that that's my favorite at least I know a lot of people have a lot of um love for the um, not love or, or um fondness for the um the garage door thing and goodness it's so funny it's it, like it still makes you it's oh, yeah. burst out laughing to this day it's so funny to me um, yeah that one um love the love the closing love the closing kill of um of Billy mm-hmm. just get getting getting head checked <laughs> what's yours uh, I'm gonna say was her boyfriend <clears throat> named Steve. Steve, yeah, Steve, and I almost said Harrington. Dang you, st- darn you, Stranger Things. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, his name's Steve. His name was Steve. Steve, his intestines spilling out. Yeah, that that's um. Oof, love. I love that's me a, some gore. That's a nice uh, gore right there. Nice gore. Um. All right. Awesome. So, scream to who? Scream to baby. Electric boogaloo. Electric boogaloo. Anyway, scream two. Start us off. Oh, um, Scream 2 was a, a sequel to Scream that was pretty much rushed into production, right? Uh, uh, one year after the original? No, it came out less than a year after the original. Wow, yeah, so really rushed into production. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they had, they, they had, um, they had, um, they had um, all of it pretty much, they had pre-production pretty much done while um when at, after um scream um opened they had they had a pre-production pretty much done and all they had to do was production and everything um as far as i can remember um despite the um the script being leaked um there were there were no um large incidents on, on set as far as i can remember that's i did that's, hear so I, don't, I don't remember a lot more other than the script being leaked I did hear, I don't know if it's two or three, maybe both, uh, that they would rewrite certain scenes That's right. on set. Um, I, I I believe I believe that applies to three too, but but most but mostly two if I'm research right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. They they, they write them, rewrites they're on the spot. On the spot. So after that after after production was a madness. We got this this um I I, I really like a scream stream too. I, I remember you saying you don't like it that much. Oh, um, I think it's fine. I just think it's one of the weaker ones, but I'd still give it like a solid seven. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. Uh, you can tell they were like, let's make another one. And, and it shows, but hey, it's not bad. Uh, they comment on sequels. The first one commented on just classic horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one comments on sequels and both horror and other just like they talk about, don't they reference T two, and um, um, Godf- and Godfather, I believe Godfather two. Uh, they're talking about like the best sequels ever made, and there's that whole 
they're in college now instead of high school. Um, and then they talk we about had the, we had the whole film bro scene. Oh, yeah, it, the I, college. Uh, even even though even though we're both even though we're both film bros, man, that that's that scene makes makes my makes my skin crawl. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> um, so funny. Isn't Sarah Michelle Geller in that? Yes, yes, she is. Yeah, and then she's also in. Uh, I know what you did last summer, but Evan um, Williamson, baby. Yeah, she's <clears throat> in that scene uh, talking about um, sequels with uh, Randy. We didn't talk about Randy in the last one. We got Randy played. That's by true. We didn't. We did not talk about Randy. Because... Randy's one of the best parts of the series in the early uh, movies. Yeah, because. Uh... Spoiler alert for a movie that came out in 1997. <laughs> that character dies. Randy's awesome. It sucks that he died in this one because I really liked him. Yeah. Um, he really. And I don't even. I don't really remember his kill being all that brutal, which is sad. Yeah, he was just taken into a van and stabbed off screen. You see his body after. Um, yeah, that's lame. The, this series got um, in two and three got kind of restricted by the MPAA. Yeah, in terms um, of gore. Yeah, but um, at least for three, it was for good. For three, it was it was for good reason. Um, um, no one really wanted to see a movie about um students getting murdered when Columbine just happened. So yeah, so no, so I don't blame them for toning down. I personally, I don't. Which is why, which is why, when four happens, it's such a nice return to form in that front. Oh yeah, four. We'll talk more about it when we get there. But man, oh, um, two. Even with the restricted violence in two and three, um, especially two still manages to have some very effective sequences. That um, when Ghostface is crawling into the car, man. Oh, for for me, the the scary sequence and um in Scream Two is again the opening. Mainly just because I don't know why, but um, certain stabbings like it's not it's not even where people are stabbed or how much blood there is. It's specific scenes. Casey Becker, it's a that's a scene I can watch easy, but you know still get incredibly tense and get chills by. I cannot watch that Jaden Pickett Smith thing without take without pausing, taking a little like minute mm. break, and then playing again. Um, that's as so, I so say that that one always that one always affected me really really hard. Especially, especially when she um when she gets on stage and then um and then fall and then um dies on stage and everyone realizes what the issue was way too late, man that mm-hmm. that kind of crap scares the ever living daylights out of me. Like if I'm going out to like a concert or something and I get stabbed, and um people don't think I'm partying, they just don't notice me until I'm just down on the ground with blood all over. Like, like, yeah. That like that is a legitimate fear of mine. <laughs> and then her boyfriend gets stabbed like through and... a stall, right? <laughs> In the head, yeah. 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 I for- I forgot which which scary movie it was. I'm pretty sure it was the first one <laughs> where they did that, <laughs> but it was with the glory hole. Oh. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's so funny. Oh. Anyway, past that, um, I do believe that this um I do like this sequel a lot, even though um, one killer is just my is is legitimately probably my least favorite in the series. No, 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 no. Timothy, Se- Al- second, Timothy Oliphant. Second, yeah, second least. Not for two reasons. One, Tim- Timothy Oliphant. Come on, it's, it's Tim- I love it's, him. It's, it's, it's really. I love Timothy Oliphant. Um, well, 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 my... you, you love him in this, or you just love him as an actor? Oh, I love I, him in general. Me too. Um, me too. But I I didn't like him that much in this. 
Oh yeah. Okay. So in this movie, he's disappointing. Very um, disappointing, to say the least. He could he could have been the next Stu, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then um, but um, but then we get, but then this movie, this movie is killer. It's like it's like um, is it really? It's just a coin toss for me. It was it was a coin toss because of um, the first time didn't land for me. Um, Timothy Oliphant, but that but then his partner in crime. Oh boy, I love love that a lot. Yeah, Laurie Metcalf is awesome. Yeah, she um, is. And Scream Two, I loved her in Scream Two. Um, just, just the, just the crazy, just, just the crazy, crazy, crazy person. And I, I oh, she, yeah. as and you bring up, you bring up Lady Bird. She was a great, um, relatable person in that. In this, it's like it's like a spectrum. Her acting range is a spe- Her spectrum is yeah. Scream Two, absolute insane person. To um to one of those nuanced people I've ever seen in the 2010s, you know. <laughs> what do you feel about um Jerry O'Connell's song to uh, Sydney? I skip it every single time. Skip it. <laughs> I skip it every single time. I hate it. It's probably, terrible. Probably my, probably my least favorite scene in all of screen, <laughs> and that's saying a lot. Wow. Yeah. Um. Uh. So it, this movie, I don't think it's great. Um, not all of it holds together, in my opinion, but it is full of at least memorable sequences. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then and I, the acting, the acting is great. My my favorite part about about Scream Two is the characterization. I love how these characters move from beat to beat to, to from movie to movie to movie, and Scream Two is a great uh, progression. It's, I think I thought, I thought it was a, an absolutely wonderful progression. Um, oh yeah, Sydney's. You always know where Sydney's at, which is great. Not exactly. location wise, but in her head, like in her in her life, her her her. Even though she's a person, even though she's a person in these movies, her character progression and where she could where 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 she could um where she lies in her journey in, across the Scream franchise, it's always wonderful. And Gail and um and Dewey, amazing. Yeah. Even though even though. Even though um, later on they split up, great power couple. Even though I, they were married because of screen, right? They were married. Uh, um, yes, Ar- Arquette the actors, and, um, Arquette and Corn- Cox. Corny Cox. Yeah. Yes, you're right. And then they split up, but they kept uh, they kept appearing as these characters. And it's interesting how the characters reflect their real life marriage, or vice mm-hmm. versa. Their marriage reflects the characters. Um, later on in the movie, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, by like four and five, it's really noticeable. Um, but, uh, but it's absolutely wonderful. Like like you'd you'd think that kind of um, real life comparison could be cheesy or corny. No, I thought I always thought it was freaking no. beautiful. I thought it was beautiful. Perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, screen two. I'd still rank it pretty low. It's probably my second to last. Um, in my big ranking, uh-huh. but I I do enjoy it and I do remember parts of it pretty well. Also, we forgot to mention, um, they made uh, Kevin Williamson weaves in another meta layer with um with a with stab, stab the, the stab, stab franchise, yeah, which is so so good. That's so, that out of all the inspired ideas in the screen movies, yeah, that is the most inspired. That legit. I remember, I remember, I remember my first time watching it. Just think of myself like like folding in on myself, my head because I just couldn't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and now when I look back, it's just so funny. It's so, so funny. Exactly. And then, okay, so what's your favorite kill from screen to 
Um, even though I said it affects me a lot and I like can't handle it in like one sitting. Open the opening, um, the opening with Jada Pinkman Smith. Love that, love that one. I'm with you, except I'll go for her boyfriend and get stabbed in the head through a bathroom stall. <laughs> yeah. Here's the funniest part. That knife is so big because you see it go through the stall, yeah. which is which is already a couple you're usually like a couple inches thick through his head, his whole head. And you see the blade on the outside. Like that yeah. is a big blade. That's that's <laughs> almost that's almost a machete. <laughs> oh, oh, one more thing about this movie. Yeah, um, go for you're it. into you're into theater, so what do you think about the theater aspect of this movie? What do you mean? Like how Sydney's gonna be in a play. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. Um, they they um they t- um, I love it's 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 an addition of um Sydney's um character of coping of coping with it with everything that's been happening. But yeah, um, I really like that addition. Well, it's, I just think it's a fun finale to have it be set on like a a theater stage. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, you're, if you're asking about that sequence, yeah, that sequence free is free dope. Um, yeah. Um. I just I know you're in a theater and stage production, so yeah, um, yeah. Um, as as a as a theater kid myself, <laughs> yeah, I recognize you, Sydney. I recognize your try hardness. I recognize it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but but on yeah. The, uh, seven that. out of ten. So, mm-hmm. on to Scream Three. On to Scream Three. My least favorite of the sequels, but that's not to say I think it's bad. I I like it a lot more. Honestly, I like it a lot more thanks to Five and Six. Okay. Um, it is my least favorite of the sequels, and I think it is bad. All right, all right, all right. Go uh, for it. Tell me why. Tell me oh, why. Uh, ain't nothing. Okay. Um. Okay. When I say bad, it's not like <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, it's not bad in the same way that a lot of other horror sequels are bad. It's just disappointing. I guess I give it like a four. Like it's it's very mediocre. And the series should not ever be mediocre. Yeah. Uh, and mm. this movie is. Here's the thing: I'm not usually that big of a um, nitpicker when it comes to, you know, contrivances or plot holes or whatever. Like I usually don't care. Exactly. But yeah. If the movie is boring me, then I will start to pick out that stuff. And this movie bored me to the point where I had to nitpick. <clears throat> and the nitpicks are like this movie is full of things you can nitpick um, yeah but that's that's true that's true that's true of every that's true of every movie that's true of every well the, movie. yes but i usually don't care if the movie's entertaining and this mm-hmm. movie just didn't entertain me enough to stop me from nitpicking and then the movie just caves in on itself especially with that damn voice changer okay i will i will agree there that voice changer is legitimately probably the worst thing in, in any of the movies. I I oh, I genuinely so hate stupid. it. Like I, <laughs> it is so stupid. <laughs> we can't and even then ma- killing off and then killing off Cotton like that. I think of the movie as the cheesy bombast sequel, as in the thing where, even though they commented on sequels in the last and Scream Two about it having to go bigger and better with with a bigger body count and being more gory, being more graphic and everything, I feel like that that level of um raising raising up from the from the source from the first movie um i feel like that's really what i feel like that that was the this was the movie that did that 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 was the actual not the true sequel like um 
And that it, I don't think it's sequelitis either. I thought I think the uh, I think the movie stands fine on its own. I I just think that um as a sequel, it really does try to raise the level on every aspect that we love to to um to varying degrees of success. Like um the voice changer, that is an amplification of the um voice box used in the first movie. And while I don't hate the idea of it happening. I hate that it's happening this early. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely freak. Like, like you said, nitpicking. I'm not a big plot hole nitpick guy. If a movie's boring you, you have no choice but to engage with it in that way. Yeah. Um, even though I'm not that big on that, that one just, that one just legit messes in my head every single time yeah. I see it used. I'm just <laughs> like, I'm like, this is so stupid. But I do believe that the movie finds itself stupid. And I can't blame it too hard for that. I will say of the comedic aspect, I think this movie is probably like when it comes to just kind of doubling down on comedy, mm. uh, this movie has quite a few pretty funny moments from what I remember. This is, this is the goofiest. This is the goofiest of the sequels, to be sure. Like, and seriously. <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob are just sitting around. That is one of the funniest favors I have ever seen in Hollywood. Jay's like, Bob, show up. And then, and then, and then, and then Kevin Smith just goes, Hey, because I did this, would you mind showing up in, 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 um, in, um, Strikes Back <laughs> in my, in my Jane Silent Bob movie? Sure. Why not? You know, it's, it's, ah, oh, so funny to me. That's, oh, I almost so- feel like if this movie was not Scream, I might have liked it more. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, uh, I know, Jane. But because, because I have to compare it to much better movies, I'm kind of like, oh, this is just really disappointing as a sequel. But on its own, it's not too bad. Uh, there's some cool ideas. I like how they're filming the new Stab movie, and so the characters are like on set of the new yeah. Stab movie. Yeah. Um, and there's an amazing explosion in this movie. Yeah. Um. What was it? Um. <clears throat> the other biggest sin I think this movie makes that makes it like go all the way down for me is that Sydney is, is pretty much non-existent until the end. And that is genuinely incredibly frustrating. Yeah. She's barely in it. Yeah. Um, she is not. And while, and um, the reasoning for it is, is, is pretty good. Like um, her getting away from, from everything, trying to, trying to live a life outside of that. That is a great reason. Um, I do think it's handled better than it is. And, um, and, um, and I'm five cream, as I will call it at this point. Five cream, yeah. Five cream. Wait, <laughs> I I have feelings on that. Uh, we'll get there, but um, but um, here it was done much. It was um, it was done better here, I, I believe. But um, man, her presence really is missed here. Um, well, it's weird that her presence is so low because the whole story is about her family ties. Absolutely, that is true. And um, uh, that's that's sort of and that and that leads into the biggest spoiler of all for the movie. The ghost face is. Could you describe the relationship to me, please? I, it, I've seen this movie like twelve times, and I, I still can't. Her, I still can't. It's her half brother, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? This is the movie where the series started to feel like a soap opera. You know, it's like your mom had a bastard child. And it's your half brother, and he's trying to kill you. It's like, oh what God. is this days of our lives? Like, what are we oh watching? I thought this was Scream. Yeah, but 
and um and this and and um the second reason why talk why Timothy Oliphant was not my least favorite um ghost face is because of it's this because fucker. of Roman this knucklehead. Roman like <laughs> he's so stupid. Ronan is stupid and I hate him. Roman is stupid and we hate him. We hate him. Nothing on the actor. I'm sure he's a cool guy. Uh, all my homies hate Roman. <laughs> all my yeah, Roman sucks. Uh so yeah, it's it's the worst killer in the franchise. It's the worst kills in the franchise because mm-hmm. the NPA cut down so much on this. And yes, it's for a good reason, but it's still disappointing to me. Um, yeah. And Sydney's uh, barely in it, but the whole story ties back to her family and it was like soap opera-y and then the voice changer's stupid. This movie just is super flawed. It has some good stuff. I like the set of the movie being filmed. I like the James Silent Bob cameo. I like some of the just general ideas and how kind of goofy it gets and how funny it is at times. But overall, it's super disappointing. Yeah, um, I completely understand that. But um, like I said, I do believe the movie knows how cheesy and um, and um, silly it is. I feel like they they are smart enough to know that they were going into soap opera. I think that was I think that was the purpose. But then again, if you don't like that purpose, there's nothing there for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, all I know is that um, I don't blame the movie for um, for being as silly and stupid as it is because it was made to be silly and stupid. But yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, <laughs> whatever. It's still my least favorite. Yeah, <laughs> it's still I don't my know. Least favorite. I I really just, don't. <laughs> I I don't like when Scream doesn't feel like Scream. Personally, I'm very open to screen changing, and we'll 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 talk more about that when we get later. But um, yeah. Um, but but um, yeah. I don't know. There's just there's just a there's like a vibe to a screen movie, and either you have it or you don't have it in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm feeling it is when I like it the best. So anyway, um, okay, you want to move on to Scream Four? Scream Four. Uh, you start. Okay. <clears throat> Scream four. This is the one I remember passing by me in my youth. Um, um, this was before I saw the first Scream, and uh, came out 2011. So I must have been eight or nine. I must have been eight or nine when the movie came out. I remember being terrified of the ads, like really terrified. Like specifically, this one image of um of one of the cops getting uh stabbed. He's, oh, he's, that one. Oh well, well, not Anthony Anderson, not him getting getting stabbed. The other cop. Oh he, yeah, no. When, I was when, uh, when, when Anthony Anderson, when Ghostface bum rushes in from behind and then it cuts away, that image stuck with me. Are you <laughs> talking about uh, Adam Brody? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, I, I was blanking on his name. <laughs> yeah, um, I love Adam Brody. Anyway, um, I remember that sticking with me for a while, and then um. I watched it a few years. Uh, when I when I watched when I watched the first Scream, I got to the other sequel. I got to the sequels pretty quickly, and um, and then that, and then I didn't like it the first time I watched it. But then as I watched more Wes Anderson movies, Wes Anderson, Wes Craven, sorry, Film Bro just came right out. The Film Bro yeah. just came right out. <laughs> as I watched the French Dispatch, it really it really uh, settled my mind on Scream Four's quality. Yeah. Um, but um, the thing that put me off on um on Scream Four the most when I saw it at becoming a fan of Scream 
it was cinematography. I genuinely do not like the cinematography in this movie still, but the rest of the movie is pretty much up to par with uh, with the best of the series, if you ask me. It's almost there. Seriously, like this sequel is pretty friggin' dope. This one's pretty friggin' so, dope. If you're talking about the lighting, they make not, fun not, of it not, in not, five. Not, not just the lighting, but the entire friggin' lens looks like you put Vaseline on there. It sucks. <laughs> I Don't hate they... the cinematography. I hate it. Don't they make Yonder. fun of it in five? Pretty sure. It's been a while like they I've say something about the overexposed lighting, I'm pretty sure. Probably. Anyway, uh, I agree with you. Scream 4 is my favorite sequel. In the it's series. not. It's, it's a. It's a. It's probably. Probably not my favorite sequel. Maybe not. After this, maybe it might be because um. As we talk more and more, I'm rethinking my ranking in my head, because because I've, <laughs> I haven't added Scream Six to my to my um, letterbox ranking yet. So I hadn't had. So I didn't really. I hadn't thought about it. But um, okay, yeah. But but five cream and Scream, six. I I don't know. If there's a clever name there. But Scream uh, Scream D I Scream Roman numeral six. Yeah. Um, scream and scream vi. Um, say those really did put put a new perspective on how I see the scream movies. This one might be my favorite because um because how much fun it has really. It has so much yeah. fun. Like 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 yes. Like um while I believe that um the first scream had an air of self seriousness, it was it was evenly balanced by 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 the meta tone, and the rest then the rest tried to be serious more serious than meta or have more or less fun with the meta one more fun with the meta and everything like that this one is the closest to get to that even um balance if you ask me and not to mention i cannot believe how well this movie aged i don't believe it i do not believe oh how yeah well this movie aged. i don't believe it besides the cinematography the writing some of the some of the some of the, some of the, some of the um shardest 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 <laughs> shardest <laughs> that's funny I believe it's some of the sharp. I believe it's some of the sharpest writing that um that the series has ever had. Yeah, uh, Scream Four is my favorite. I feel like tone tonally it fits in uh the best with the first movie. Um, and the kills are so good, dude. <laughs> in this movie, and, they're so gory. And I and love while it. and while um the the. This is I'm, as far as I can remember, this is probably the most gory of them all. Even though, even though I believe Vibe Cream and Scream Vi, um, even though I believe those have more visceral kills, as in when I see the stabbings happen, I feel them even more than I had before. Um, um, I be, like I believe that this one has some of the most violent deaths in the entire series. And jeez, man, jeez. Oh yeah. But this movie is also hilarious multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, that balance is so well done. This was Wes Craven's final film, right? Yep, his last movie. His last movie ever. And he knocked it out of the park. I mean, I'm sure he didn't know he was dying, but still, it's like... With his last movie, he really knocked it out of the park. Uh, the writing was super sharp. Uh, like you said, I love the opening. Oh, what? The... um. The writing's really sharp. Oh. <laughs> like knives. Uh, yes, like the, like the knife. Yeah. Yes, very <laughs> funny. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, the opening, where there's yeah. like three different stab movies, but each stab movie is like watching the last stab movie, and they're like, the last stab movie sucked. <laughs> it's so funny. And then it's, it's like, 
it's, it's and then they're talking about I want to watch a real scary movie like Stab Four. No, that's just torture porn. Like yeah. it's it's so funny. And, and then, then Kristen Bell and Anna Paquin are in that opening. And then um, Lucy Hale and Britt Robertson in the neck. In the, yes, in the Britt Robertson. Movie. Britt Robertson is so underrated as an actress. I love her. Yeah, yeah, I love her too. Um, and then um, the then we opening. finally get to the real movie. Yeah. So that so that op- that opening is incredibly fun. Is it's um, it's a fun meta narrative thing that um. I remember being really confused when I first. I remember being incredibly confused. I was just like, "What the heck is happening?" Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The first time I watched it, I genuinely thought this whole thing would be like a stab thing, like 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 in Wes Craven. He wouldn't know it's his last movie, but he did say that Scream Four. He didn't see much after it. Um, but if he closed it out by saying that was a stab movie, as as an practical yeah. joke, man, that would have been I, hilarious. I personally would have loved that. I would have loved that. Also think I this has my favorite group of new characters to the series. Um, Kirby Hayden Panettiere is so good. I love I love say say Kirby is is probably the only favorite of mine of out of these ones. My favorite my favorites are the ones that that are in Five Cream and Scream V V I. Those are this that that's my favorite new crop. Uh, what about do you like Charlie and um Jill? Sure, yeah. Um, I think I- they're the second best. Ghostface killers for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly, if you ask me, that's sort of by default because of how because how Five Cream has its killers, and um, and um, Scream Vi has a poor excuse of killers. <laughs> poor excuse. But, <laughs> poor excuse. But we'll get there. We will get there. We will get there. Um, I love Charlie and Jill, especially Jill. Um, her just warped sense of fame and reality, and how. Uh, far she's willing to go to hurt herself to make herself look like the victim and that, emma that, roberts is the, so the, funny that's the best part of the movie you ask me when she when she when she tries to when she scream. like just body slams herself onto the glass table and like rams a knife into her chest it's so funny um it's <laughs> it's incredible and then and then really the entire one moment that, that has stuck with me since then um uh, there have been tons of moments in these movies that have stuck with me, but one of them, probably probably one that stuck with me the most, besides um, Casey Becker and um, Jada, this probably be the third, is when um, I forgot her name, but the one that was gutted in her in her bedroom. Yes, uh, I don't her. remember her character. Yeah, that crap legit had me messed up for days. Oh, <laughs> that crap was even, messed up. It's even worse than Steve's gutting, probably because mm-hmm. you just I, see I it agree, laying on the bed. It's it's the most uh, gruesome kill the the one that, that I say probably the most gruesome kill in the series. Yeah, um, it's it's terrifying, um, and then they comment a lot on remakes in this movie, mm-hmm. which is fun. Um, they, uh, let's see, visceral kills, funny parts. Uh, Kieran Culkin. Uh, Kieran Culkin. Yeah, um, but then you get Gail and Dewey. And I love yeah. their their stuff mm-hmm. in this. Yeah, um, absolutely. Gail's trying to strike it out on her own and go after Ghostface herself. It's mm-hmm. very fun. Um, and uh, they brought back oh, the, the camera, new which is dope. the new cop, the new cop that's kind of flirting with Dewey, and she mm-hmm. is in Scream Five as well or Five. Yeah, which Queen. I thought I thought that was a, I thought that was an excellent uh, callback. 
having her back. That was an excellent. Yes, I loved it. And then, um, what did you feel about Allison Brie showing up for a little bit? Um, very confused because I because 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 <laughs> when I because when I because when I was prep watching it for for Five Cream, um, she was completely blacked out for me. <laughs> I was like, Andy, <laughs> what are you doing here? What? what yeah. What? And but um, she's like on the set of Community, and they're like, "Come over to Screen Four, okay?" Yeah, yeah, come over to Screen Four. It's cool. And then, and the dog Glover's like, "Can I come? Please, please. I want to get stabbed. I want to be the black guy that dies." He didn't um, actually say that, but I, but I feel like Don, but I feel like Don would make a joke about him about him Allison Bree going and saying, "I want to go. I want to be the first. I want to be a black guy that dies in those movies." <laughs> but um, um, yeah. Uh, I love Scream Four so much. It's my second favorite of the series. It, it it's so much more memorable to me than two and three. I mean, two and three have their parts, but this one as a whole just feels consistently the most engaging of the Scream sequels to me. Yeah, which I which I completely understand and might even agree with. Um, really, the only thing that really does hold me back is that I genuinely hate how the movie looks. It's it only has an it is gross. It gr- it looks gross. Which which you think would fit for Scream, but for but for um for the other movies, they're disgusting with their gore. Yet um yeah, I love looking at them. Um, but um, I don't want to dog on it too much because with Wes Craven, when he tries to go for something else, when he just when he just shoots for the stars, no matter what, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna give him credit for that. Especially since this was his last movie, he died four years later. Yeah, very sad. Very very sad. Uh, do, you, do you know what he died of? I forgot. No, I'm sorry. Let me check that real quick. This is great content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Excellent. Content. We didn't say our favorite kills from three, but that's probably because there were no I don't memorable remember. I don't, kills. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> the one guy blew up, though, in the house. Yeah. I remember the house exploding. I'll, I'll pick that as my favorite kill in three. Um, in default, four. default, yeah. Yeah, and and for my favorite kill is uh, Anthony Anderson getting stabbed in the head, and then he's still like stumbling around. Yeah, uh, it's disturbing. Yeah, I agree because he's but, like uh, a goofy. He's like a goofy character, but he gets he gets stabbed right in the forehead, and then he's still alive, and he's just in so much pain, and it's really disturbing. Yeah, um, it's um, my it's easily my, my favorite kill. My favorite kill is um Jill's kill when um when she get, when she uh, yeah when she gets freaking lobotomized, <laughs> which is so <laughs> so funny. It, yes. like, like like near everything with Jill makes me laugh so hard. And oh, the way, Emma and, Roberts the way, was and, hilarious. And the way she goes and the way she goes out, slow clap yeah. or or slow clap, slow clap, legit great. Slow clap. Um, Craven uh, died of Craven died of a, of a brain tumor. Um, in, in, his oh, house in L.A. Man. He was he was seventy six. Okay. He had a long life and career. Yeah. Oh dang. The tenth episode in the um in the TV series for Scream was dedicated to him. And um the fifth and five cream, as we all remember, um yeah. it, it, it dedicated to him as well. Which I never saw the show. Is it good? I saw a couple episodes from what from what I remember. Um it's only called it's only related to Scream in the fact that it kills a lot. And um, there's a lot of kills in it, and um, the name. That's what I remember from it, at least. Is there no Ghostface? Not in the first season, if memory serves right. Not actually oh. Ghostface. 
The second okay, season, though, the second season, though, they have they have a new ghost mask, ghost face uh, mask, which I don't hate. I don't hate it at all. It's just that they they fully embrace Scream in the second season. Okay, as far, cool. As far as I remember. Um, okay. Um, yeah, Scream 4, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I really, really like it. No, no. Um, and now, on to... Five Cream! Five Cream, baby! Yeah! Um, I love Five Cream a lot. I, I really, really like Five Cream. I, this, this, this one was such, this one was just a jolt for me, because, um, because um, hearing about hearing about when it went in production, I was just like, Wes ain't gonna we'll say Wes ain't gonna do it because he did, unless unless he ain't. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he ain't. they just resurrect him like they did with Freddy. Yeah, but um, then I hear the guys at Radio Silence are gonna do it, and I really enjoyed um Ready or Not. I Ready really or enjoyed, Not. Yeah. I really enjoyed Ready or Not. So I'm just like, this has potential. I'm still very, very, very um not on, I'm not I'm not on not on board yet and the first trailer comes out i try to see as little as possible the trailers anymore and yeah. five and five cream was the start of that really it was the start of that because i saw the first trailer. i'm just like oh oh we're going where we are we are embracing tech we are embracing um modern technology and such that's awesome i enjoy that that's awesome that's a great that's a great idea um when i think and about- they did they did that without being cheesy. It's not like, hey, look at this TikTok video of Ghostface dancing. You know, they never did anything like that. Yeah, if I feel like that could have worked if the movie was completely different. If it, it was completely different, absolutely completely different. But um, mm-hmm. this movie takes on a self seriousness not seen since the first movie, and I think it does wonders because um, the concept of the whole movie is that it is a requel talking about other requels. And um, while while I do have issues with movies trying to comment on what it is while still being what it is, while I still have a bit of an issue with that, like what's the freaking point if you're not gonna do it, if you're not gonna subvert that anymore, um, like um, like um, with the title name, it has it has an it has an an in text reason for it for it to be called Scream. Yet yeah, Five Cream is right friggin' there. I know it's not the point, but it's right friggin' there. I'm, really yeah. angry that they didn't argh. just call it fight cream just call fight cream anyway yeah uh, um i and um lead up for this movie incredibly hype saw it open it say so saw it as as soon as i can as, as soon as i could and then um and um, like I said, it gave me a real jolt for the Scream series. Even though the first movie was my favorite, I faltered on watching the other ones as much as po- as much as um, as I did. And I prepped for Five Cream. I prepped for it by watching all of them. And think to myself, like, wow, five movies in, and it's still a really great franchise. That is nuts. That is genuinely yeah. nuts. Even yeah. though, uh, <clears throat> for sure. Your thoughts. Your thoughts. Um something you said earlier four is probably the goriest but five probably has the most just visceral stabbings absolutely Uh, i absolutely agree so i agree with that especially when like the knife goes through tara's hand Oof. um don't hurt don't hurt jenna like that don't hurt jenna like that no every everyone in the audience just went (laughs) oh yeah but my favorite part about 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 these latest ones is the is the theatrical experience seriously packed house everyone's reacting it's a fun time it is an absolute fun time i did not get to see five in theaters uh i had oh, to really? wait I to you rent did. I it 
No, I saw six in theaters, not five. Ah. Six six is the first time I saw a Scream movie in the movie theater. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, um, go on. Five, I enjoyed. Uh, I don't know if I like it quite as much as you do. Um, and I don't think it's for any particular reason. Like, there's not really anything that I don't like about Five, honestly. I think it's a solid, solid movie. I think it's a good Scream movie. Uh, I just, every time I watch it, I've seen it like three times um it's like this is really good but i don't love it you know mm. it, it's not any specific reason it's just it's just not always it just didn't right. click that much for you i guess yeah which is which is fine yeah absolutely um um the first time i watched it i was absolutely um i was very glad that that um that it was um that it was as good as i wanted it to be i was like i i was i had high expectations for it and it pretty much met them um the only complaint i really would have and this is and this movie is a year old but um but um if you don't want to if you don't want to hear any spoilers for five cream we won't do any we won't do six until we go to six we won't we won't do anything like that we won't do any foreshadowing or anything like that but um if you don't want to hear any leave now richie and amber richie and amber yeah yeah um they were they weren't the best of the killers because they managed because um I feel so repelled by them because they are the redditors that the movie is um is um uh crapping on you know everything like that yeah. they, they say they are those characters I'm just like I know you're trying to make me hate them but I just don't like seeing them I just don't like it but um I I will I do I do have to admit though um while I won't say I didn't see it coming the reveal of um. <laughs> freaking freaking uh what one of them just shot just shot just shot one of the one of the teens in the face and just went welcome to the third act that one got me that one got me yeah it was like, amber, amber shot amber shot um mason gooding's girlfriend yep who didn't want to have sex with him right no she, no he didn't want to have sex with her okay all right um, um the pink haired girl yeah. right yeah. Yeah. Amber shoots a pink haired girl. Um just shoots her dead and says, Welcome to the third act, even though we're all, even though we've already been in the third act. But um Yeah, <laughs> so like, and then And then who shoots Richie? Is it Gail? Or shoots through the door? Oh, um And then Richie's um, like Sydney. Okay, it's Sydney. It's like don't shoot, don't shoot. And then he, he comes out and he's like, Oh, thank God you're here and then yeah. he stabs her, right, Sydney? Um, the other the other killer pops out of nowhere, I believe. Yeah. Um, I honestly, the third act is just a little. It's a little all over the place for me in some ways. Yeah, but um, but um, what was it? Um, I really like the build up to the to the third act. I really, I really like this new this new crop of characters, even though a lot of them were, were just cannon fodder. <laughs> Pretty much, a, yeah. a lot of them did not make it. <laughs> Although, what's um. Randy's niece, what's her name? Uh, oh, what was her name? Crap. Crap, what was her name? Forgot. Let me look it up. She's she's great. She's so good. I wish I remembered her name. Um, yeah. I do love her. And I love her watching Stab One and seeing her uncle Randy mm-hmm. 
and how that ties back, but her seeing her Uncle Randy and just saying, look behind you, Uncle Randy, as he's saying, look behind you, Randy. Yeah. And then another, neither of them Mindy. are looking behind them. Mindy. Yeah, Mindy. And then, and then she gets, the, and then she gets the foresight to, to, to turn around, even though she's drunk yeah. as heck. Even though she's drunk it's, as heck, she, she goes, and then turns around. Uses it's so funny. Um, And then um, I was surprised Mason made it. I was legit pretty surprised that Mason made it. I liked Mason a lot. Although that's not his name, it's Chad. Yeah. But I, I know him as Mason Gooding. Um, he's great. Uh, he, uh, you know what? Mason Gooding seems like he's like the biggest fan of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Mindy's the one that's like supposed to be the the meta, whatever. The but, actor, uh, the actor Mason. He 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 seemed. He I think I think he did his homework long before he got cast. <laughs> yes. Uh, he seems like a true fan. Whereas the girl play Mindy did a good job, but she also didn't quite seem to me like she. W- was already a fan before I, she started I thought, this. I thought, as I say, that's just speculation on um, on on our front, but um, yeah, for sure. But, um, um, the the real stars of the of the cast really are um the real stars um Melissa Barrera. The whole movie pretty much hinges on her performance, and I think she does friggin' phenomenal. Um, I think she mm-hmm. does way better. Even I think she does even better in the next movie. But um, her and Jenna Ortega have a great, great. They have great chemistry. Um, so does, um, so does, um, Liz Barrera and, um, I'm just gonna call him Jack Quaid because I don't remember. I, I, I do not remember. It's Richie. It's Richie. I don't yeah. remember Richie's name. I never remembered it. Well, I remember it because it sounds kind of like Huey, Huey, Richie, Huey, Richie. Huey, it's, Huey, it's similar Huey. enough, um, to the uh, boys. So, yeah. and he's kind of playing the same character a little bit as just he did way in the more, boys. Just way more maniacal. Way yeah. more maniacal. Well, at the end, he's maniacal, but at the beginning, he's kind of sweet um and um, um and um a, and um a, another another standout has to be david arquette i could not oh believe my god how much i loved him in, in this movie i couldn't believe it he's kind of taken on you know kind of like the laurie strode in halloween 2018 where he's kind of grizzled he's kind of older yeah. um but he's still sweet dewey at the end yeah, of the day yeah 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 he's still you sweet. know like, like, like I'm I'm pretty sure we hardly see him smile here, but anytime he does, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I love when he's when they're like, uh, do we nailed it right on the head? It was the boyfriend, <laughs> you know, or the love interest. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was really funny. Um, too bad Dewey dies, but he has a sick death, getting yeah. stabbed in he- the back and the front, and then lit like lifting up. Oh my god! But um. But um, there was one big thing. Um, I don't like how that kill was was um, preceded. As in, um, I didn't like him trying to. Uh, trying oh to, yeah. Even though he I went gotta, out, even though he went out like a, head. even though he went out like a warrior, he didn't friggin' shoot go face go face in the head, and that well really, the phone really rang was... and it was Gale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But still. Oh, oh talking that, about their. Their real life relationship at this point they were either separated or divorced but they were in the movie they were divorced but the movie actually explains what happened to them in their real life is that they just kind of drifted apart and wanted to be in different areas yeah um and it's not like they hated each other and they're actually really great friends in real life it seems um mm-hmm. and they're able to they were able to do this movie and I heard that uh, they were crying the first time they had to shoot that scene where they uh, talked to each other. Yeah, uh, they, um, they, they they have a kid together, and um, they stayed together for that kid. Yeah, yeah so 
they seem like um compared to other like hollywood couples they seem more genuine and that even though they divorced it was not because they hated each other yeah or anything yeah which, um, which was nice and then um and then um nev campbell's performance as um sydney thought it was um i thought when i think of the screen movies i think of sydney as a person the like scream one through four five cream i think of um nev campbell taking on the persona of the of the legend of um sydney prescott which is which which i don't hate at all which is very good i thought i thought i thought i thought with movie i thought movies kind of setting that up this was a great payoff and especially since we don't see her and um and scream vi um yeah you know great great um i thought that was a great um use of that um Um, fucking prescott of course i have a gun yeah (laughs) that's great um that that, that one still gets a chuckle out of me i do love a lot of moments from screen five but it just it didn't quite click all the way for me i guess yeah which i which i get which i get um what's another thing um i like dylan minette's um death scene a lot yeah he comes out of the shower he keeps it it takes him like five minutes of thinking there's going to be a jump scare because he opens the fridge and closes it you think he's there it's not there yeah yeah it's it's hilarious it's yeah uh, yeah uh, the, the 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 funniest thing in in a theater when, when you're in a theater in a pack in the packed house you can feel energy all around you yeah. i have never i have never felt a roller coaster like that tense <laughs> loose tense loose it's <laughs> um, can we talk about the directing of uh tyler and is it brian i believe so let me check um the radio silence guys matt Uh, matt and tyler matt and tyler not brian what am i thinking brian anyway um brian tyler is the guy who did the music okay hey Um, brian tyler hey yeah that's funny uh dude uh their direction even though like i said this movie is not one one of my absolute favorites but their their direction is so good um they're just able to keep this really great intensity to a mm-hmm. lot of the scene. Um, yeah, and that's what... they have a they have a cool visual style, and especially the shot of them in uh, um, who is it? Randy's house or Billy's house? I think it's Randy's. Or is it Stu's house? Stu's. Anyway, Stu's. Stu's. Stu's house. Yeah, Stu's house that they had the party in the original screen when uh, Sam is standing in the doorway. And she's like, we're in the house. So this yeah. is where the third act happens. And then it like zooms out and like the camera like tilts. It's yeah. so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That that, that was really cool. Yeah. Um really when I think about um the only big thing that I found this was lacking was a chase scene. And I really, yeah. really don't no like that it doesn't have a chase scene. No but, but when that but when that is the only thing I can really like um you know be really mad about besides the ti- the title, I think they did pretty freaking great. Oh, there kind of was a little bit of a chase scene in a way. Um I I did like the scene where Tara had to get herself into the wheelchair mm-hmm. and roll herself around yeah. as Ghostface was in the building with her. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, the chase. Right, yeah. It wasn't a chase, but it was close enough. Yeah, yeah, and that that was a tense sequence anyway. Like that whole hospital yeah. thing, the entire theater just we couldn't we couldn't lose it. Yeah, 
Uh, so yeah, this balances new and legacy characters fairly well. I do, I do, th- um, I do think this is a great example of um of um of um legacy movie of those legacy sequels. I do, I do think that's really really good. And yeah. then and it and it kind of makes fun of them too. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah. Um. I'm giving the seven. On. I t- I t- solid, I t- solid seven. All right, moving on to scream. The I. <laughs> it's lower on the ranking for me. It's not bad. Um, I'll stick with another seven because I think it's a solid movie. Uh, but it was slightly disappointing for me. Personally, for me, um, um, when I think about Scream, I always think about like oh, we had discussed this discussion before. But um, yes. Um, when I think about Scream, I think about why why it's being made why the sequel's being made at this time why is it um why what are they going to talk about because no matter what there's always going to be some form of commentary on 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 um on um things that involve social um social involvement or the state of horror or um or audience expect expectations you know there's always going to be some form of commentary and they really if you ask me um, we both agreed that this movie came out so soon that um that requels were are still big. They're still they were still pretty big, even though Halloween ends happened like last year, you know something like yeah. that. Um, um, there wasn't a lot that they could pull off if they were going to discuss the current state of horror. What they actually did was look inward, and that is the smartest change to the entire series if you ask me that is probably the smartest change because it wants to appreciate itself it wants it wants to become meta in um in an internal way that i that i not knowing that i know that i wanted that they pulled off i think they pulled it off great i thought they did hmm. awesome um um and um if they had just done if it was just a straight sequel with the with the same commentary as the last movie, I would not have enjoyed it. I know for a fact I would not have enjoyed it. Even if even though Kirby and Gale are freaking awesome in this. Thing. Oh yeah, awesome. for sure. Yeah. Um but even though there you know there you know there's a lot of really awesome parts. If they had if they had just done a straight sequel, if they had just done a straight sequel with um with um talking about the same things the last thing did, more was it yeah. more often um i would have been extremely disappointed for sure this 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 greatly this exceeded my expectations and i greatly enjoyed it. I, I i really enjoyed it. i really liked it <clears throat> okay yeah um i agree i think this movie came out pretty soon um which it did um and to me this feels a lot like screen two hmm. uh in a lot of ways how soon it came out feels like screen two uh how the killers uh kind of the killers like relationships felt like scream too um a lot of things about this movie felt even the kind of finale taking place in a well the two took place on a stage just took place in like a theater yeah kind a, of. yeah a college a college theater stage yeah like this abandoned movie theater so like a lot of things reminded me of scream 2 and so I think Scream 2 fans have a lot to look for in Scream 6, whereas me thinking Scream 2 was just kind of like, it was good, but it wasn't one of my favorites. 
Scream 6, therefore, is not one of my favorites either, even though it is also good. Like, this movie feels so much like Scream 2 to me mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, and I, I and I greatly enjoyed uh, Scream 2 just because of um, how much bigger and better it is as a sequel. And um, this does what I think a sequel should always do, especially this far in, is just change everything, which is a, yeah, which is so, a great choice. So this movie goes a little bigger with its uh, location. What do you think about that? I think that um that it should be a rite of passage for long-standing franchises to go to Manhattan and um, <laughs> I'm I'm extremely glad that this took that 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 um that radio silence recognized uh that the same should be done here so that it should be done here for Scream and I am so so happy it did cuz oh my goodness it's so great <laughs> Imagine if this was subtitled Ghostface Takes Manhattan I'd give it a five out of five immediately. I'd I'd love it immediately. <laughs> um, oh, that's great. Yeah, it is fun. Uh, speaking of Ghostface, this is uh okay. So the actual killers are some of my least favorites, but yeah, the when the Ghostface person is masked and killing, pretty exciting stuff. Pretty dark too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'd say uh, I'd say this one I'd say this one gets pretty darn dark. Um Ghostface himself is a more serious killer in this one. I mean he's always, you know, killed people in the past, but it's he's usually been kind of clumsy or whatever, but this version of Ghostface is a little more um up to the task of killing these people. Absolutely. And that's another that's another highlight of the movie is that um I really do like I really did like the point that you made about um about um Ghostface being uh being goofy because um it shows that they're not trading killers, they could be anybody and it could really be um and it could be really um um hard to spot because because it could be anybody anybody could be a killer. It doesn't mean that they that they're um absolute masters at it. Yeah. And I agree. I agree that that's that's absolutely great. But for a movie, for the sixth movie in a franchise, with that going straight, like I said, I do believe that sequels should always have room to develop and have um, newness. And I don't believe that there should be. Personally, I don't believe that there are in any franchise. I don't think there should be any mainstays because that could that could hurt uh, a story if um if done right, of course, if done completely, if done right, you know, there could be things that could be completely out of out of left field every element out of left field and the movie doesn't work if a movie didn't work then then we'd be then it'd be a different story but um i really did enjoy that that these killers were more um not just up to the task but um more trained quote unquote um because that's not the right word but y'all know what i mean yeah um and I will say that leads to probably some of the most intense sequences in any screen movie I've ever seen. This, um, I do, especially I do watching believe, this in the theater. I do believe this is the most intense um, of, of them all. I do believe I do believe that as well. Yeah, uh, that gas station scene. Wow. <laughs> or the oh subway scene. This, okay, so like I said, there's always tension and everything. You know, there's always tension in a packed house. I don't believe I could hear anybody breathing, you know, like normal. You know, you could hear someone go, you can hear them inhale, exhale like normal. I don't think anybody was breathing during that scene. Very intense at points. And I like that because five to me 
um, wasn't really all that scary. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from, I guess, like the knife going through her hand, that was pretty visceral. Yeah. Um, but six felt genuinely scary at points. Um, yeah. and I, I haven't really felt scared in the Scream series probably since the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and this the, is this is so this is a new um new kind of um of intense um villain in in the Scream series, and I do believe that it needed that really. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think where this movie becomes one of my lesser favorites is the uh, the killers were very weak. And yeah, yeah. The... I will, I will say that um, I like the concept of it all. It's just that um, in execution, it wasn't my favorite. This was my favorite. Although um, yeah. Um, I remember reading a, th- I remember reading someone um, reading a couple thoughts on the killers. Um, it's supposed, it's supposed to be this commentary. I won't say what they are yet, but um, it's supposed to be this commentary on um, on um, true crime docs and how that actually true crime um um what is it oh crap what's the word um phenomenons true kind of phenomenons that happen and um and how it affects families of victims and everyone who was and everyone who was affected by it and um i do like that take a lot it's just that um (laughs) i'm not i'm not sure i'm not sure if um if it was um well thought out you know yeah and then I like your point about the commentary pointing inwards, but I still kind of wish this movie waited a few years. I agree. Like, um, let me let me clarify my my position. Also, let me clarify this. Um, this I believe that this is the best we could have gotten with with the situation that we had. You know, they shot near immediately. Um, they 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 started shooting near immediately after um, Five Cream came out. And I'm hearing that mm-hmm. the most ideal situation would have been to wait a couple of years, see this, see how the state of horror changes. Um, I think elevate, I think the elevated horror, you know, that stupid BS term. Um, I think that elevated horror is is going to stick around for a while, but there could be new interpretations, new new entries that 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 can really make you think about horror. And um, and um, I do, I also agree that they, sh- that I believe they should have waited. A couple of years to just to see how the state of horror would change but since we had the situation i think this is the best we could have gotten which makes me kind of worried I, for scream seven <laughs> yeah worried. i'm uh, kind of worried i i guess i agree with you then um that yes it should have waited a few years but since it was rushed into production so much um this is a pretty good movie for how kind of okay rush might be a kind of a negative sounding term but I think I think I understand what you're saying is is that is that I just went right into right went right into it no waiting like I think I think rust might not be yeah. the 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 best term but it is a term I I agree I agree with you I see what you mean yeah um but um, I still like six but it just it just has to go lower um mm. even though I like the intensity of it in terms of the just how quickly it came out and um. They do some new stuff, but then mm-hmm. other things, um, they kind of keep the same. And I don't know, I guess just uh, not a lot of the new characters were all that interesting to me. Um, Are there any uh, other um, spoilers that you'd like to talk about? Oh, I mean, we can talk about the killers if we want to. Sure, um, no. It's not really necessary, though. 
Um, says I'm down. I'm down. They just kind of suck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So it's the dad and siblings of Richie in the last movie. Yep. And it's boring because we've already done that in Scream Two because in Scream Two was Stu's mom, so the the parents of a killer who's also crazy themselves, right? Yeah. They've already done that. And now we get the dad of the last movie's killer in this movie. So it's like, this is just kind of lame. <laughs> I will so, so say, um, say, and that's, I like this idea for the this concept of what the killer could be, you know, like a relative of someone who was affected by the whole situation, uh, you know, and being driven to become a, to become a ghost face killer. But, um, but, um, really the last, the last, um, killers, um, I think it really depends on how much you enjoyed um, Richie as as a killer, and and his place in the scream, yeah. in the scream um, cornucopia, you know. Yeah, to hinge so much of this movie on Richie is just kind of weird. And if you don't like Richie, then this movie probably won't have a lot for you. It's certainly the reason why I yeah. held it back, like because because my initial reaction was just was just was um four point five out of five. I freaking loved it. It was awesome, absolutely awesome. Even though. And I started thinking more about the killers and everything. I'm just thinking to myself like, they could have done better. They really could have. They really could. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but I'd have to say, Kirby being an FBI agent, not only surviving, yeah. not only surviving, becoming an FBI agent, that is smart. That is incredibly smart. Dude, <laughs> Kirby returning is one of the best things I've heard in a long time, and seeing her, and seeing her return. Is one of the best things I've seen in a long time. So yeah, it was very, it was a very cathartic moment. Um, because Scream Four is my favorite of the sequels. To to see her return was very nice. And, we didn't say, um, we didn't say a favorite for, kills for a Five Cream. I remember that. We didn't. Um, my mine's doing, mine's doing. I, man, that's a good one. That is. is, that is a good I freaking one. loved Dewey's. Death. I freaking loved it. Ooh. Um. Well, it's like because Tara didn't get killed, but the I keep talking about that knife going through her hand. It's a um, sequence for sure. But that's not a kill. Uh, that's not a kill, so I can't count it. Um, oh, I know. Uh, I think it's hilarious um, when Amber gets lit on fire and yeah. then she comes running out with like a half burnt face and they shoot her. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> that's probably my favorite. Her being yeah. lit on fire and then shot is very funny yeah and then um and then favorite for uh for for six for six um probably uh i'm gonna say uh the death of the killer the death of a uh, dermot Mulroney when he's mm-hmm. like she when stan is like stabbing his arm up to his shoulder up to his yeah. neck it's pretty insane. There's like 50 stabbings there from mm-hmm. Sam. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. can we talk about Sam kind of becoming a bit of a killer herself? Yeah. Her kind of psychology yes, with uh, yes. see- seeing her father in the last movie in this movie. I do hate, I hate the therapist in this movie. Freaking hate it. Hey, freaking hate, freaking hate. Oh it. yeah. He was a weird character. Complete, complete, complete piece of crap. But anyway, yeah. Um, Or we can talk about Tara stabbing um the, the shy kid who was actually Richie's brother through the mouth. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. This uh. movie gets 
there's some pretty visceral stabbings in this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I like a lot of parts of this movie. Again, I, I like the intensity of it. I think it is probably one of the scariest screen movies um, in terms of just visceral uh, violence and action and um, thrills. Uh, yeah. But the story didn't quite hold together for me. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the twist at the end, it was kind of just bad, mm. um, in my opinion. But, but yeah, uh, um, what'd you feel about like the core four? The core, I thought I it was, love them. I love them, and I'm so excited to see more. I'm so excited. I do feel like okay. I like the characters, but I feel like the actual dialogue of like hey we're the core four i thought it was kind of a little cheesy. on the nose and a kind cheesy, of a, yeah well, well i thought i, I, I find that forced. Uh, it was forced is what it was i thought i thought it was just more cheesy i always saw scream as cheesy so didn't bother me yeah um cast was pretty solid i, I love the cast in this especially the person who played mindy uh jasmine yes. uh, savoy brown jasmine savoy brown phenomenal she did a great phenomenal. job and I like that the screen movies now are kind of letting characters live. Mm-hmm. Really? You know? Hey, hey, my man, my man. I, I think I think uh, you and I are, are the only ones who. <laughs> I think I think that's only you and I because because the biggest complaint I see against the movie is that um is that um like like this it's all it can be also summed up in this one comment I saw which was um was um Scream Six proved to me that I could survive a stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> which that's pretty okay, funny yeah. that's, that's that's pretty funny that's pretty funny. it is funny but i i do like that gail's still alive mindy's still alive chat's still alive um is it is it cheesy that they were able to be stabbed like 50 times and still be alive yes but i do like that they are alive for the next movie yeah because like if you kill chad and mindy now who do you really have for the next movie that's true for like yeah. good side characters other than sam and tara I, did, I was I was afraid about about the uh, I was really glad that that um for um for the for these for these um new crop of characters for their first sequel that um the Meeks characters didn't die I'm that so I thought that was a really cool inverse. Yeah, it's cool that they get to stay alive when their uncle didn't make it past his sequel. Yeah. Um. They and, might comment. They might comment on that in the next one. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and um, but, one la- and one last specific thing that letterbox yeah. line still it, it's, yes it, it plays in my head on repeat. Oh my, it it's my so funny, it's so funny. But it also kind of made my feelings hurt. Look, look, you look around the you look around the room just to just to see who got affected. <laughs> no, dude, I was the only one laughing in the movie theater, and my movie theater was pretty full, so I, I'm assuming it was full of non letterboxed users. Cringe. <laughs> And I was the only letterbox user and I, I laughed so hard and every I bet people were looking at me like, why is he laughing? What the hell is letterbox? You know? <laughs> oh, just 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 you wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh that was a great line. Um Radio Silence. Uh, I still trust them with Scream, even yeah. though, like I said, this is not my favorite Scream movie, but I still trust them with the franchise. So um, Yeah, um I'm very glad that that they're doing seven. Yeah, I'm very worried sure. about Seven because I have no idea what they're going to do from this point. Yeah, is uh, it also being rushed or are they taking a couple years? No, no, they're doing. They're shooting this year. They're shooting. Oh my god, that's way too fast. It's incredibly fast. 
Um, they really need to take a few years. Yeah, I agree. But no situation is unworkable. True. We just, true. We, just have to, we just have to see. Legit. This, hey, is, this is a point we just have to see. Seven could be the best one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like six, six was almost my favorite sequel, but, um, but, um, it's not there yet, but this, but it, that's, that's sort of just me with them with these franchise movies. It's just these have, these have the potential to be the best in their, in their entire franchise. These, these, these have, they have potential. Exactly. Um, it's very nice. Yeah, I like Scream 6. I was disappointed by it, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to do rankings now? Absolutely. Oh, did we say our favorite kill? We did. Yes, we yes. did. And okay. I and my, my mine is shared with you. I, I agree. That was that was uh, uh. Her yeah. just stabbing the hell out of Dermot Maroney was very cool. Yeah. All right. Uh you start you Oh start wait, one more the... thing. Sorry, What's sorry. Up? What's up? Samara Weaving yes. being the first first to die in Scream Six and she was the main character in Ready or Not, who I believe survived that movie. She did. Um so Radio Silence bringing her back to just kill her off in the first scene is very funny. Very, very funny. Okay, sorry. Ranking uh, for you. Nah, for you. You first. Oh, for me. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh I'm gonna uh worst of best or best to worst? Uh least favorite to favorite. Least okay. So my least favorite is three. Uh so okay, number six out of the six movies. Number six is three. Number five is screen two. Uh, number four is Scream VI or Scream 6. Uh, number three is Scream or 5 Cream. Hmm. Um, number two is Scream 4 or Scree Forum. Scream Forum. And then uh, number one is Scream, the original. Nice, nice, nice. From least favorite to uh, favorite, my least favorite, Scream, Scream 3, Scream mm-hmm. 2, 5 Cream, Scream VI, Scream 4, Scream. Wow. So we have the same ranking. The exact except, same wait, ranking. That's crazy. That's which, crazy. no. I, 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 we, I didn't. What's up? Uh, same ranking, except you put uh, 6 over 5, and I have 5 yeah. over 6. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I did not think uh, Scream 4 would, would make it that high. Because cause, cause for me, when I think about Scream 4, I do think about... um. That one's like, oh, that one never really made it for me. But now, but now that we're talking more about it, the more I, the more I realize that I liked it a lot more than I thought I did. Yeah, Scream Four is great. Um. Anyway, so yeah, same ranking except just flip the uh, five and six around for each of us. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, dope. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, what's your favorite kill in the entire series? Entire series. For me, um, for me, it's Casey Becker. No, nothing will ever top it. Nothing. Yeah. Um. For me, probably just the visceralness and the disturbing factor of Anthony Anderson's death in four when he's just stumbling around yeah, with the choice. knife in his head. Um. Yeah. It might not be the kill that's most anonymous with the franchise, but it is the one that disturbed me the most, though. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Ah, wow. Got through the entire series. That's awesome. Dope. That is dope. I love that. Thanks for showing, man. I really appreciate that. I, I, no problem. Uh, seriously, I, I texted this man like I believe what was it like 10, 10 p.m. Yeah, last <laughs> just, night. Te- yeah. Yeah, I just texted him last night. Just like, hey, you want to do an episode? I'm free. 
I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah. Um, Very glad we got to do this. Um, Go watch these. Uh, yes tell, great tell, tell, series. Us, tell us what you tell us your ranking in the in the in the in the question below the comments below the uh, for, for, for sure so i'd love to hear it love to see it thank you so much bc for showing up i greatly appreciate thank you thank, thank you, you listener for for listening and giving us your time greatly appreciate you i'm asd of batman you are the audience and this is the asd of batman working title podcast thank you love to see you goodbye Hey everyone, ASDF Batman here. Just wanted to give a quick, quick, quick message about the schedule for this upcoming season. So, um, as you may tell, um, it's way more consistent than, than last year's, for sure. And uh, this is the last episode of March, as of, as of recording. And um, April, we are going to have also three episodes for that, for that month. On the 14th, the 21st, and 28th, expect new episodes of the podcast, and um, we'll be keeping this up as far as the year goes. Um, I will be taking a break after May. Uh, that'll be June, July, and I'll be back in late August for for uh, to pick up the new season. And then we'll have the season finale, like normal, on Christmas Day, and um, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for sticking around. I greatly appreciate you. Um, a lot of things have been happening last year, so um, not a lot of time to do as much as I would have liked to, but I greatly appreciate you listening. I appreciate you supporting. and greatly appreciate you just being around, fam. Thank you very much, and now I will leave you here with this. I'm ASD of Batman. You are the listener, and this was the ASD of Batman Working Title Podcast schedule update. Thank you, see ya, love ya, see ya next time.